Your inner geek wants to come out and play. But where to go? Join Vernon Wells, the ultimate club where you and your fellow geeks can hang out, play games, and just nerd out 24-7. Whether you love RPGs, video games, or are just a major fan of sci-fi and geek culture, Vernon Wells has something for everyone. Let your geek flag fly at Vernon Wells. Sign up today and see for yourself. VNW.club. That's VNW.club. Ladies, gentlemen, geeks of all ages, you are now entering BJ Shea's Geek Nation. Welcome. Welcome to BJ Shea's Geek Nation. I am the Reverend in Fuego. Across from me is BJ Shea, the show's namesake, because Vicky's on vacation. That's right, so <laughs> it's gonna still be a party. My whole uh, intro spiel is just all screwed up. Hey, Joe, you're also on the board. Hey, I'm here. <laughs> this is smooth like butter. Right. Butter. On today's show, we'll get a board game roundup from BJ Shea. Yeah, you will. We will also talk more San Diego Comic-Con news, trying to get all the information that Marvel put out there. Spoiler you, alert, we're sure not you, going to get to all say, of it. <laughs> are you really going to try to climb that mountain? We'll try. We'll all see right. what happens. And, of course, if you guys want to get a hold of us, you can do so. Send us an email, bjgeeknation at gmail.com. You can find us on bjgeeknation.com. Find us on all the social media just by searching for BJ Shea's Geek Nation. Or hit us up on radio.com. Put a favorite on that podcast. And then uh, listen to all of our episodes. And hear more. 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 Oh, thank you, Joe. Appreciate yeah. that. <laughs> so. Oh, BJ. Yes, sir. You not only play board games, I think, all of the time. I might be playing after this very podcast. You also kickstart yeah. a ton of games. Did you know we had five days in a row uh, last week of board games? All five. I was like, we had five days in a row. Yes, yeah. we had five. Yeah. Five different days I went full of board Wednesday, games. Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Yeah. Did you play a different oh, board no, game? Oh, Monday. Every- I did six days. I forgot about Monday. Did you play a different board game every time or was it yes. the same one? Different ones every time. <laughs> yeah. Quote, yeah. unquote. Yeah. Show prep. Uh, finally got to get uh, Empires <laughs> of the Void 2 in from Ryan Lockett, the guy that did Above and Below, Near and Far, and uh, Ancients of the World, which is, I, by the way, I got a, that was another one I did, but that's not what I'm here to talk about, because no. you're talking Kickstarter, my friend. Yeah. Yeah, because there's a lot going on in Kickstarter, and want to let you know about some of the great games. I'm very happy, because there's a gentleman uh, from the great land of India that contacted contacted me. Uh, his name is uh, Zane Mimon, and mm-hmm. Zane, uh, he basically just said, hey, love your podcast would be honored if you talk about my new board game. I think it's something you'd like. And I'm like, ah, you know, he's in Mumbai. I'm like, really? He listens to the podcast and he really does? And then all of a sudden I looked at his board game and it's total social deduction kind of area control. They got you. It's like, he does know me and he does listen to his podcast. (laughs) Um, This is a beautiful game and uh, just so well done. It's called Shasin. And you might go, what the hell is Shasin? It's actually uh, Sanskrit for the word governance. Oh, wow. so this is um, this is a political a political uh, basically what you're trying to do is you are trying to basically be uh, the president the king the whatever mm-hmm. it is a political campaign and you take the role of a politician and uh, it is a multiplayer strategy board game where you are doing this trying to basically be the the be the new leader by winning elections in all these different districts and it's basically area control and there's different kinds of resources you can get and it's a really cleverly done game how you get these resources uh, whether you're going to be more capitalistic whether you're going to be more ideological and if you're more capitalist you will you will unlock asymmetrical capitalist powers asymmetrical asymmetrical ideological powers 
powers and then other different uh, two yeah. other powers. It's Dude. really done. You've got you can gerrymander your area, so you take control of one area, but then you can gerrymander it and even increase the area, giving you more control. But you can also make deals with the other politicians and decide. You know what? We're going to be we'll be co in charge of this particular area. And the art on this is fantastic. Like yeah. if you just uh, go on Kickstarter and look up S H A S N. Wow. Like, yeah. this is beautiful. It is for three to five players. You can betray. Um, I, and they have, the, and you, if you do the expansions like I, I did, you can play as the United States. You can play as India. There's also like a time in Rome during the, the you know, the, the Julius Caesar time, I believe. Uh, so there's different types of yeah. scenarios that you can have. This looks like a fun game for people that do like to kibitz back and forth. That's you, buddy. Yeah. Oh, I, mean, yeah. I love the, I love the agenda phase in Twilight Imperium and people that like the game diplomacy this plays a lot quicker than that a ton a lot quicker but boy it's really really good and like you said the art is good it's very very clever and uh by the way zane is uh, going to be at uh, gen con so if you're hearing this now yeah. and you're at gen con, go visit his booth um zane Mimon. he might be in i would imagine since this looks like one of his first things that he's done uh from um memesis uh culture lab is the publisher he might be in that uh the alley i forget what they call it where it's like the uh, the, the new the new people you don't know about oh okay okay up I don't and know coming I, sort of thing the up and coming yeah, areas I'm not yeah. sure what it's called either I, I know I'm an idiot I remember <laughs> all I can think of is Einstein Alley but that's I think that's CES oh uh, yeah. <laughs> um, so but yeah go check out the new board game designer area and you might fe- find Zane there but and this game is really really cool it's already uh, almost $70,000 of this recording backed so they've hit a ton of stretch goals I don't know if they've hit every single stretch goal that they want to do there's still a bunch of days to go like you said the end of August is when it's finishing up I'm seeing a bunch of the starters, and the Kickstarter one that you get for $59, base pledge, looks great. But if you want to go a full $1,000. Oh, damn, a thousand? Oh, yeah. You get the limited wooden edition with metal components, and it looks awesome. That is that's a so little, nuts. That's a little rich for my blood. Oops, uh, nope, nope. I was trying to click get more information. No, I don't need to back it. I don't yeah. need to back a $1,000 one. It's ah, time to close that website. <laughs> All right, cool. So, yeah. yeah. Shazen. Uh, yeah, Shazen, S-H-A-S-N. You can search it on Kickstarter. And again, if you're at uh, Gen Con, go check out Zane and the good folks at uh, Memesis Culture Lab. It looks good, and it's so awesome to help out a BJ Shea Geek National yeah. all the way over to the other side of the world. Yeah, we're international, guys. Yeah, Zane, thank you so much for listening, man. And uh, good job. Lots of love to your brother. What a great game. Absolutely. Uh, you got any other board games you've been playing Well, of course, talk about? we're going to go home. We're going to go a little closer uh-huh. to home uh, to another Kickstarter known as the Margrave of Valeria and uh, you know what let me see if I can quickly check my uh, tell you exactly when it's uh, going to be done but it's it's getting close to being wrapped up if you know the world of Valeria you know the idea is that uh, man uh, the good folks at Daily Magic Games and the designer Isaias uh, Vallejo mm-hmm. Isaias man has had so many great uh, Valeria games this one is a bigger box version in the Valeria universe really and uh, yeah so you're going to have a nice game board and of course if you love the art of the Miko well yeah you're going to get a ton more of that and and you're going to see some very familiar icons and iconography and characters that you know from the Valeria universe. But this really, really expands it out. And they've had some good storylines in the Kickstarter updates about all the different characters and cultures. And Margrave is another word for basically leader, controller. And uh, so we've got the leaders of Valeria as they are doing what they're doing. And you are using a lot of worker placement things. You're going to have, you know, you're going to have some te- deck and pool building going on in this game, area movement. And uh, you are a military commander and you've got to defend 
the land of Valeria as you build these magical ward towers in your cities. And you have been a proponent or a, 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 a cheerleader for Valeria the whole time with Daily Magic and what they've been doing. And these are, like you said, the art is fantastic. One of the things I love about this, we are just mentioning international for maybe listeners that are outside of the, the U.S., uh, they've actually put on the little sticker on the front, it's EU-friendly shipping, Australia-friendly shipping, Canada-friendly shipping, and of course, good for the U.S. Yeah. So, I mean, that's a real good thing to have because when somebody's shipping out across the world, yeah. you don't know, like, if you're in Australia, like, the, the shipping costs and the taxes and all that stuff, it's hard to get some of those things, just even like video games for people. Yeah. So it's cool to actually know that if you're outside of the United States, it's not going to be that hard for you to get, and you can back this without any worry. And, and the Valeria universe is a great universe. I love, mm-hmm. I mean, Valeria Card Kingdom is fantastic, and they've got, you know, they've, they, they, they've, you know, they got a whole other, I mean, they've, they, they had a, a Flames and Frost expansion that was great. They got another one coming very, very soon. And this one here is just, a, you know, a, it, it's the universe you love, but mm-hmm. a completely different way to play the game, and um, it looks good. I'm very stoked to get this. Uh, uh, this, of course, is uh, Monday, July 29th. As of this broadcast, about you know, a little over a week left. Yep, for you yep, to, yep a little bit left. It's already funded, so the game's <laughs> happening. <laughs> yeah. And uh, you know what, man? Uh, those guys at Daily Magic, they they know what they're doing from oh, Seattle. So those I, meeples are so cute. Yeah, these guys, uh, you know, I'm, <laughs> I'm very stoked because I remember the first game, which, you know, the, the first Valeria, mm-hmm. and I remember meeting these guys, and they, they are such a great, uh, there's just such a great company and great ambassador for local designers. They do a lot of cool stuff in the area. And uh, so check them out, Margraves of Valeria. Are there any other board games you want to talk about? Oh, wow. Well, as you know, I mm-hmm. do love my social deduction hidden identity games. My goodness, you do. And I, I like them when they're turned on their ear. Now, I can't get you to play these, Rev, every time nope. I want to. And I tried it when we were when we were over at Vicky's new house. <laughs> I, I tried to get you to play this game. I, I was like, it looks really interesting. I love the art. I got to go. I'm out. Yeah, it's funny. This, this is a game called Growl. And the guy that brought you uh, Chaosmos, which is a, a cool space game That's that cool basically. Name. Yeah, it, it really was. It's a cool space game where you're really hunting for something, and you've you've got all these planets, and you've got these deck boxes that represent the planets. And, you know, Joey Joey, and, uh, I mean, you know, the, the, dude, the dude loves games. And so this is his social deduction game, sort of his, his sort of take on Werewolf, but in such a cool way, and it's called oh. Growl. What I love about this game is, yes, you have, you have a hidden identity. Either A, you're a werewolf, or B, you are a human. There are more humans than werewolves when you play this game, and you can play it anywhere from I think four to five players all the way up to ten, and if you buy uh, a couple more expansion packs, you can even play it up to fifteen if you want. Wow! And it's a real simple game to play. What I love about this is that, first off, you may not always be uh, a human, and you may actually want to be a werewolf, and there's a mechanic where you're trying to get the most gold. So you play three rounds, the rounds are quick, and when you're at the end of three rounds, whoever has the most gold wins the game. So oh. even though you're sort of cooperating, wanting your team to win, you also really want to be the person with the most gold. All right, yeah. And what happens is, is if you got a handful of gold, and you really realize that the two people to your left are werewolves and there's 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 night phases where werewolves are allowed to bite other humans and if you get a, a, a certain amount of bites you will in fact turn into a werewolf 
the great thing about this game is you can lie and cheat and whatever and deceive, but you may realize, you know what, I th- there's no way I'm not going to be a werewolf, so I'm just going to let them bite me and I have no problem with it, and you'll start giving some cards away that will make it easier for you to become a werewolf because you go, I got all this money. I want the werewolf team to win because I can't, I don't want to be on the losing team, but you'll still purport yourself as a human or, you know, you may be more overt about being a werewolf. This isn't one of those games where you go, I'm really a bad liar and if they find out what I am, <laughs> this is a game. That's why I never talk during any of those. Like yeah. when we're playing, it's like, oh, uh, like if I try to say something, I just, my poker face goes away and I'm like, mm, no, I'm bad at this. So, and it's, and it's very quick and the way the game goes is that you don't really have to, you know, like the resistance, it's all about the arguing before you pick teams. This yep. game, you have a deck of cards and you just pass the deck on each turn. You just look at the top card and you say, okay, who wants this card? Whatever it might be, and it will affect the game, whether it's a bite or if it's a wound which could kill you or uh-huh. if it's a charm that could actually save you from a werewolf bite or a Ooh. salve that could save you from a wound. Those are the things you pass around, and people go back and forth jockeying like, oh, you know what, I could take another bite or I can use a charm. <laughs> thing is, if you're a werewolf, you want to get those charms out of the human's hands. Yeah, you, because you want to turn them into werewolves. Yeah, but everybody wants a charm for the same reason they go, I need a charm because I could get bit by a werewolf. So it, it's easy for you to say whatever you want because you could look like a werewolf or look like a human wanting the same cards. You could go, look, I can take a bite. And if you're a werewolf, you want to get a lot of bites so you can pass them along to the other people and bite them at night. Funny. Because humans can't bite other people. So if a human's got bite cards in their what? head, they can't get rid of them. <laughs> so, no, me. Yeah. yeah, right. I mean, I know plenty of humans that can bite. So this game has <laughs> got a lot of good strategy to it because, again, if you play the three rounds, which are quick you want the most gold and everybody gets one gold piece if they're on the winning team plus all the gold cards you've accumulated in the game and sometimes people have to pass you gold because they don't want to hurt you if they think you're on the same team so they go alright here's a gold piece and you're like thanks for the gold piece buddy because I want them all and by the way I'm not on your team but you don't know that um, <laughs> this is the perfect game for you dude it really is and I, I think it's a good game for people that think the resistance or secret Hitler is a little too intense mm-hmm. this is a lot more light the artwork is surely fun and light like almost kid like and yeah, uh, yeah. and so it's from uh, Vigor Games. I don't know if you can get it or not. You can probably go to vigorgames.com or, or, or do a search. <laughs> and uh, But it I played it at, at Zulu's Board Game Cafe, uh, one of our favorite oh, places yeah, to play. here in Bothell, Washington. Yeah, and Ethan, and Ethan was just like, dude, I didn't realize this was as fun of a game as it was. And so they're like, we got to get some of this and sell it. So <laughs> check it out, and maybe your FLGS has it. Like, you know, I know Zulus is trying to get it. So uh, there you go, man. Growl by Joy Vigor. Nice. Uh, now we need to talk about more San Diego Comic-Con news, and mm-hmm. this time it's the Marvel Roundup. Uh, Marvel's Was there news? Did they have oh. news about Marvel? Oh, there's a little bit of news here. Wow, I don't uh, know. People were expecting maybe that they weren't going to show up, and they had even said themselves, oh, we're not going to have a large presence. Yeah. We might not even do a panel at all. Hall H this year, which is the biggest uh, hall for San San Diego Comic-Con. Lo and behold, they have an hour and a half uh, panel where they literally plant show off Phase Four and beyond, yeah, and beyond, and beyond, and beyond. This has gotten me very, very excited. I thought I was done with the Infinity Saga. I got the Infinity War. I got the End Game. I got everything that I wanted. I got Thanos. Got that Infinity Gauntlet. Got everything. And now, after Far From Home, which basically for me kind of led me to believe that they're going to be going in for Spider Man: uh, The Sinister Six. Okay, because it makes sense. They're building that sort of thing. 
learning as they're going along. And then the overarching uh, story would be possibly Secret Wars. Oh! Which stands to reason that's still going to be what they're doing because we've got the Kree, we've got the Scrolls, we've got Nick Fury in space with Sword. And, space Fury. Yeah, right? So this really kind of made sense in a lot of these terms because they dropped the next stage of Phase 4. Starting in May of 2020 is Black Widow. Okay. November tw- uh, November 5th of this uh, of 2020 is The Eternals. February 12th of 2021, Shang-Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings. Why? Which I don't know. I, I didn't read any of that, but I forgot all about him being a Marvel property. We'll get some info. Well, yeah, I got some more information on all these, too. So uh, May 7th of 2021, Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness. Oh, here we go. 616 and all mm-hmm. the other Marvel universes. And then finally, November 5th of 2021, Thor Love and Thunder. This has been getting a oh, lot oh, of talk. Yeah, yeah. Uh, angry dudes getting angry, kind of cracking me up. Here's the problem. I don't, you know, look, if you've been feeding, if you've followed the comic book, you know that, hey, guess what? Thor all of a sudden was a woman for a while. Mm-hmm. I don't know if there's the hate because, hey, Thor is not a woman. I, I don't know if it's so much that or if it's Natalie Portman who, you know, look, in defense of everybody else, I, I think that Natalie Portman is a great actor. I loved her in V for Vendetta. Yeah. She was okay in Star Wars. I don't blame her. I blame Lucas. Yeah. So, and she was also okay in Thor. Yeah. Yeah, and I just think because the problem with her character was she was just there. Yeah. Like, she didn't do she was, much. She, she was, got yeah. in Thor the Dark World. So, she was screwed by just getting the uh, getting the, the reality gem, Aether. Yeah. And that was she was just a plot point. Yeah. And then in the third one, she was non-existent. So... I haven't had a chance to see what she's going to be do doing, but yeah, she's coming back. Yeah, and I mean, and look, she's a great actor, and if it's a good script, that's my only my, my only complaint is I hope that Natalie, uh, you know, actually gets to really uh, exercise her acting chops and and make a great movie because she just hasn't looked good in a couple of movies. And again, I don't yeah. think it's her. I just thought it was always the writing. So uh, I think that's what pe- I, I hope yeah. that's what people are upset with, as opposed to oh, it's a woman playing Thor. It's like, I think get over I it, think please. That's kind of where people are. They got to get over this. Mm-hmm. It's like, first of all, it's been in the comic book, so it's not like, yeah. you know, I mean, this is it's it's part of Marvel yeah, canon. Jane, Jane has been Thor. Yeah. And it was even people, uh, I, I think uh, Taika Watiti was, because uh, he's directing it again. He's coming back from Thor Ragnarok, which is very exciting. And he was just like, this isn't female Thor. She's the mighty Thor. Yeah. And so just don't worry about that. You, you First off, just wait and see the damn movie. You know the other pro- <laughs> the other problem is is that people don't know that, that Don Blake, I think that was his name, was the human that was imbued with the power of Thor. See, we met Thor just as Thor. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. But in the comic books, it actually was a human dude that somehow it was more along the lines of like a Shazam sort of thing. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. yeah. and so that's why this is also a thing that can happen mm-hmm. where where Natalie Portman's character could yeah. actually become Thor. And we'll have to see how that takes that and yeah. where it goes with that because yeah, maybe they're going to be incorporating that sort of thing in with it. But, Which makes sense. Yeah. And that's, I think, another thing people probably, hopefully, will, you know, if yep. you know anything about Marvel canon, that's actually, they just never covered it in the Thor movies. She's yeah. going to be a very tiny Thor. Tiny <laughs> Thor. Teeny, tiny. Unless she, you know, unless she goes and she basically Sarah Connors it, man. Oh, yeah. I mean, there's no right? reason why she couldn't. Exactly. I mean, we've seen that. I mean, like, Chris Pratt was a fatty when it came out <laughs> when yeah. it, uh, before uh, before uh, Guardians of the Galaxy. And, you know, it's the Hollywood machine. They'll get them the trainers. They'll get them all the stuff to do all well, that stuff. 
take a look at Hugh Jackman in the first X-Men movie. Oh, yeah, right? And he was Hugh, not Jackman. <laughs> I mean, compared Dad to... Dad bod Wolverine, yeah. and then just the ripped... Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, no, yeah. So, I mean, there's no reason why if Natalie wanted to, she mm-hmm. could just, you know, bulk up like a mo or just do CGI. Uh, Black mm-hmm. Widow, I'm going to have to imagine that's going to be a prequel since she died in Endgame. So, I, I mean... Th- I think I heard it's right before Infinity Wars. Okay, which uh, would make sense. Yeah. So, um, uh, other people that are in that are Rachel, uh, Rachel Weiss and also David ooh. Harbour is in it as well. Oh, Hopper. Yeah. That's where he went. Well, I don't think so. But oh. I, probably not oh. Hopper. No. Oh, I always see Stranger Things. <laughs> or probably not Hellboy. But oh. eh, who knows? Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. The big one here, uh, one of the big ones, the Eternals. Uh, I don't really know much about the Eternals, but uh, it was created by Jack Kirby at Marvel after he left the new gods behind at DC. Yeah. And they're kind of along those same things. Uh, so I'm interested in seeing this, man. There's some really big people in this. Uh, Angelina Jolie is going to be in it Ooh, as well. Oh, okay. And and so I don't know exactly where they're going to be going with this, but sh- uh, Angelina Jolie will be playing Athena based on the Greek goddess Athena. So this is going to be like the new pantheon of gods, which again leads to the 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 uh, galactic versions of of like the big space stuff, the, the universal thing that we've seen with like how the Thanos War got into it with Guardians of the Galaxy and yeah, those sort of things and, as well. And I wonder, you know, I don't know, and if anybody who's a Marvelite knows. I can't, because I didn't really follow the Eternals, but the I, 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 is there a connection between the Eternals and Galactus? I, 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 I don't Ooh. know if he's like a son of the Eternals. I or so. I mean... Uh, wasn't he like a part of the Celestials, though? Maybe that's Which what are those is. other things the that Celestials. aren't... Yeah. Maybe that's it. You're right. The Celestials. <laughs> there's, so many, there's so many cosmic uh, was, entities out there. I was so hoping for, you know, a Fantastic Four sort of uh, well. appearance in the Eternals, but I think you're right. I think it is yeah. the Celestials. Yeah. Well, and that's one of those things too this could be one of those like with the Avengers where you see the the the, the last screenshot was you know Thanos yeah and it was like oh oh I'm in oh I'm so in uh, she's actually uh, Angelina Jolie is joined by Selma Hayek who is going to be playing Ajax the leader of the Eternals uh, Richard Madden as Icarus Kumail Nanjiani is oh. going to be in this as well as Kingo Sunan and a whole bunch of other people as well and really they're based off of Pantheon Gods so, so I mean, he's like Icarus it's spelled differently, but it's like Icarus. I don't know then if this has had any actually interaction at all with the other Marvel characters in the universe. Maybe not. Maybe this is just its own separate I think it's going to be setting the stage for more cosmic stuff. Maybe. Yeah. I don't know enough about the Eternals, but yeah. you know, they're doing a movie. I'll watch it. Uh, Shang-Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings is very interesting because Shang-Chi is dubbed as the Master of Kung Fu, and it looks like this will be the first Asian-led film from Marvel. Uh, another thing with this that is kind of interesting is that, that Shang Shang-Chi will possibly be, uh, it's going to follow the story of his battle with the Mandarin, not uh, Ben oh, Kingsley's Mandarin. Oh, real Mandarin. The actual Mandarin. So uh, it looks like Aquafina, which you might know from cr- uh, Crazy Rich Asians and oh, some other yeah. things as well. Oh. She has been announced in a yet announced role Aquafina's so we don't know terrific. who she's going to be in it she's no we know she's going to be in it but not what I believe she was also in one of the, uh, the, the one of the last episodes of Twilight Zone this year where uh, oh. her and oh my gosh I can't think of the woman's name she was on Community and she's uh, she always subs for she loves The Walking Dead with Allison Chris Brie? no <laughs> that's the only one I know I'm, yeah I can't I'm, I'm so sorry um, oh Yvette Nicole Brown that's yes yeah, thank you YNB I think yeah so YNB and I think Aquafina were in an episode of the Twilight Zone this year and Aquafina of course was fantastic and Crazy Rich Asian so yeah I think that 
I'm I think excited. That's gonna for be this fun. One. Yeah. yeah, it'll be cool to see them do. Uh, try to see what they're gonna do with like the Ten Rings because I mean it's all like looking at the Ten Rings is in the damn title. So like they're gonna have to deal with Mandarin's Ten Rings, which yeah. are a big big plot point. So and I'm glad they're gonna be taking this with some seriousness. I'm excited because I mean if there's any sort of supernatural at all to this and with the Ten Rings, mm-hmm. I mean I mean you know Kung Fu Hustle. Remember those movies where dude just, I love Kung Fu yeah. Hustle. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Bring, soccer. Yeah, <laughs> to bring back that kind of coolness. You yeah, know? I mean and also. I mean, after Into the Badlands, which had some great choreography, I mm-hmm. mean, oh man, this will be so much fun to mm-hmm. see what they can do with Shang-Chi. Yes. Uh, Doctor Strange in the, in the Multiverse of Madness. Trippy. This is going to be, according to director Scott Derrickson, the first scary MCU film. Oh, so like a horror film. Yes. Ooh. And the events of the TV show WandaVision will tie directly into this film, and Elizabeth Olsen will appear as Scarlet Witch when this comes out in May 7th of 2021. So, okay, I gotta get the Disney app is what they're saying. Yeah, you do! Oh, okay. And well, we'll get into the shows too in a second, but yeah, this is... So Doctor Strange is going to be in a horror film. Yes. Weird. Okay. Makes sense when it, you... Yeah. yeah. Because that... Dorm, I mean, the, 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 those creatures in the nightmare realm like Dormammu and all that, yeah. I mean, they really are quite frightening. Absolutely. Yeah, in that whole world. And it's those those cosmic creations it's like if you think about like uh, the Cthulhu mythos and stuff like that. Oh, yeah. These the are old creatures ones. beyond the comprehension apprehension of humans but of course a sorcerer supreme would know how to deal with them or well, does he? I hope so. I mean, <laughs> you, you heard what the ancient one said. I mean, she's like, he was supposed to be the best of the best of the best of them. Yeah. You know. Uh, <laughs> Thanks, Will Smith. Yeah. And, and she's like, or was I mistaken? Sorry, Hulky. Mm-hmm. Uh, Thor Love and Thunder, like we talk, talked about, Taika Waititi's coming back with it. Uh, and this will be really fun to kind of see what's going on with this as well, because Tessa Thompson is returning as Valkyrie, who is the new leader of the, uh, of Asgardian. Uh, Earth, thank as, you. Earth Asgard. Yeah, yeah. Thank you so much. And uh, it it looks like Thompson quipped at the San Diego Comic-Con that now she's king. She's going to be looking for her queen. So it's going to be fun to have that representation in that as well. Nice. Uh, in addition to the films through 2020, Kevin Feige also reminded the crowd that Black Panther 2 is coming. Oh, Guardians yeah. 3 is coming. Oh, yeah. Captain Marvel 2, Captain, Captain Marvel Captain 2 Marvin. is coming. And... The Fantastic Four is uh, coming. No, I'm very excited. How can yeah. I mean? They can't make it worse than they have. <laughs> they really can't. They can. And I look. I didn't mind Fantastic Four one and two. Well, I should say two and three. Uh, you know, <laughs> hey. with uh, with Jessica Alba and uh, Chris yeah. Evans. I mean, they were entertaining to me. And there you go. Yeah. yeah, they were entertaining to me. I get that they weren't that great. But Galactus I, I, was I a space fart, which was stupid. That bummed me out. Yeah, I think we're ready for the real deal now. I yeah. think so. Yeah, I think we're ready for the. I think fans yeah. are ready. Like yeah. for all of that, after we just had the gigantic intergalactic war that was the Infinity War, I think people are okay with that sort of thing. There's going to have to be a rewrite, no doubt about it. They have to be updated, and how are you going to present them? This is important. Uh, just like with Mysterio in uh, Far From Home, <laughs> which when was I, great. When I heard he was going to be a character, I thought, how are they going to do this? Because he's kind of a goofy character. I mean, yeah, and it, it he's wasn't, still a goofy character, though. But they did a really good job. Exactly. With him. They, they they updated him very nice. And they, the same thing with like Killmonger or a lot of the recent uh, villains. Yes. They gave them down home reasons as to why they're doing it. Vulture with Michael Keaton. Yeah. Like they're able to say, hey, we've been affected and it's the sins of the father, Tony Stark. Yeah. And now, unfortunately, you know, Tom Holland's Peter Parker has to deal with all of this. And Jake Gyllenhaal is a creepy bad guy. It's just perfect. Right? I've seen him in Nightcrawler, that movie. Yeah. Oh, he's just, I just, when I saw him, I was like, yes, he's finally going evil again. Yeah. <laughs> yeah he did 
a good job with that. So it'll and be interesting to see to see where they're going. It with is all funny that. that Tony Stark's getting blamed for pretty much like making all these villains. Have you seen that meme where it's that dude that he called out for playing Galaga and he's oh, gonna yeah. be the next villain in the next movie? <laughs> oh, oh, oh yeah, for Galaga. He's like he called me out for playing Galaga. So you know what I did? I, I'll uh, have to become the I'll game master. Yeah, because yeah. yeah, I mean obviously the, the, the Mysterio's one. Yeah, I made a really good tech and he said I'm a loser and fired me. He so I'm gonna me. take over the world. He called his. He called it Barf. Yeah, <laughs> that was a great scene. Yeah. Uh, also, Blade is coming back, but not Wesley Snipes. No! Which, of course, it shouldn't be Wesley Snipes, yeah, right? Uh, Mahershala Ali, yes, is going to be doing it. But this is weird because he was already a villain, and this kind of confirms the thing because he was a villain in Luke Cage. Yes, he the was Netflix version. Essentially, like the Netflix shows are kind of their own multiverse. Like, well, yeah, the Human Torch was, he's Captain America. I mean, <laughs> in a different it, multiverse. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> I, I, from what I understand, the Fantastic Four and Captain America exist in the same universe. I, I imagine they were in the same 6 1, whatever the heck it's called. But, well, there, and that's the problem too, because I, it's, it's fan theories. And that's all we're really kind of talking I mean, about yeah, in this. But, I mean, it's it, an actor who can right? play both roles. Yeah. I mean, why not? So he's coming back. And uh, Wesley Snipes actually had a message for everyone who was freaking out about this saying, We need Wesley Snipes. Nice for this. He was like, No, we don't. He said, Chillax. So, okay. Chillax, guys. He says, Although this news comes as a surprise, it's all good. So he didn't even know about it. But he does say, Congratulations to Mahershala Ali, a beautiful and talented artist whose expressions I look forward to experiencing for many years to come. Good for him. So don't worry. Don't fret. Welcome to the Daywalker click. Are they not going to have him play a little a role in the movie at all? I it, hope so. I would kind of, I hope so as well. Because I don't mind him being, not being the main character. I mean, no offense to the guy, but he's old now. Yeah. And I mean, we need a new kick-ass vampire slayer. Mm-hmm. But I feel like he should at least be something, like a mentor. Maybe he dies or something. Well, it's isn't a cool there, way to was, bridge the series. What was it? Was uh, Chris Christopherson, was he in the Blade movies as a yes, mentor? Yes, yes. So why couldn't he be that character? Uh, why couldn't, uh, yeah, you know, why not? Yeah, I, I think that Wesley could be that guy. Guy, uh, I agree with you. It'd be great to see Wesley in there in some way, shape, or form. You always see that. They always pay homage uh, mm-hmm. or homage, whatever you want to say, to, uh, <laughs> to, tomato, to the old guys. Good. Yeah, and um, Mahershala is just an amazing yeah. actor. Yeah. He's unbelievable. Yeah. Yeah. He's be, unless they write this to be a pile of crap, he will make it great. I don't think they can make. I don't think they can write it that bad. Don't get me wrong. I love the original Blade series and stuff, yeah. but if you go back and watch those movies, man, that storyline is just yeah. stuff. Blade One was great. <laughs> yeah, Blade Two. Whoops. I only got mad when a vampire slammed Blade into a giant pillar and he didn't lose his sunglasses. Then I was like, all right, I hate this. And I, it's that, <laughs> that, that dumb, nerdy nitpicker. And then the third movie was an iPod commercial, so I don't care about it. Yeah, well, Blade 2 had the greatest ending where it's just one of the vampires that got away at the beginning. He's in like a little studio and he's about to watch a movie. And then Blade comes in and goes, did you think I forgot about you? <laughs> yeah, that's pretty cool. Uh, finally, wrapping all of this up, Disney or uh, Marvel did continue to tease shows on the Disney Plus app like BJ was talking about. You're going to have to buy it, buddy. Yeah. They got Falcon and the Winter Soldier, so they're going to have to be dealing with that. And Baron Zemo's coming back with the purple mask. Yeah, he showed it up at San Diego Comic Con. Nice. Division, like we talked about, uh, Elizabeth Olsen and Paul Bettany will be uh, back on to talk about that. It'll be interesting Whoa. to see what they do with Vision since he got his uh, yeah. mind stone ripped out. Is don't, he alive? I don't know. I don't know how they're going to be dealing with this. Yeah, I mean, he was actually on the wall as 
being dead, right? Like once we lost, I thought he was part of the like we lost vision and he's still not back. So it's I don't intended know. to explore the Scarlet Witch's headspace after losing her boyfriend and you know being dusted for five years. So we don't know how that's going to really interact. But Paul Bettany is going to be uh, well, a part of it, I he's guess. A synthetic being. So I imagine if there's anybody that can bring him back, it would be her. Maybe Loki's getting his own show. We knew about that, but uh, he did too. Yeah. Well, I mean, there was one, that one Loki that poofed out into nothing when he stole uh, the uh, the. Oh. Uh, the Tesseract. Oh, that's right. So maybe. Um, what if is coming back? So it's going to be animated. Coming, well, coming back. Has it ever been? Well, I mean the comics. So no, but uh, like yeah, it'll you, be a show now. Oh, it's oh, it's an an. Oh, so what if is animated? It'll be an animated show narrated by Jeffrey Wright, which you may know uh, from Westworld. Oh, Westworld, Jeffrey Wright's yeah, awesome. Yeah, and so it's going to just be like one of those things where they'll get uh, Jeffrey Wright's actually going to be playing the role as the Watcher. Oh, really? Oh, he's got a great voice for the Watcher. Mm -hmm. And one of the interesting things on this, too, is it could also lead into, you know, the multiverse sort of thing. So So what if, because this could be just another different multiverse. It's a TV series? Yes, on Disney+. Plus. Hawkeye is coming back. Jeremy Renner is going to be doing... uh, They showed off an animated teaser for it, which will show him focusing on training another hero with no powers, Kate Bishop. And that's just them being mean about the no power sort of thing. Hawkeye is very good with his uh, pew-pew. Poor Hawkeye. So, yeah, so all of these will be coming out uh, in 2020 and and 2021. That's all the Disney stuff, the the TV stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So Disney Plus, they're going to be going along with all of those things. So... Well, I Get mean, look, Arrow's been successful for the C-Dub. I'm not surprised that, hey, let's do our Hawkeye. Yeah, exactly. And uh, they need a, a new line on that with Kate Bishop, and so it's a good way to uh, bring that all around. Yeah. People Woo. love Jeremy Renner. Yeah, oh, but man. he's not doing a TV series, apparently. Yeah. No, I mean, maybe he'll be there for a couple apps. That's what I'm yeah. thinking. Maybe we're the training sort of thing, yeah. or if maybe if it's like, they showed an animated teaser, so maybe if it's animated, he just has to do the voice work, and he's happy oh, yeah. to do that. Okay, that yeah. works. So we'll have to see where it comes. I mean, that one's not coming out till 2020, uh, 2021. Some of the other ones are coming out in 2020, so you'll be able to catch up on all those. Until next time, guys, stay nerdy! Your inner geek wants to come out and play, but where to go? Join Vernon Wells, the ultimate club where you and your fellow geeks can hang out, play games, and just nerd out 24-7. Whether you love RPGs, video games, or are just a major fan of sci-fi and geek culture, Vernon Wells has something for everyone. Let your geek flag fly at Vernon Wells. Sign up today and see for yourself. VNW.club. That's VNW.club.